good morning on our podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. We love you guys. Bless you. Thank you for listening. We pray you get blessed through this service in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Arthur. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Gorgeous. Amen. Thank you for tuning in online. We love you guys. Let's all just say hi to our Facebook audience. Hi. Bless you all for tuning in. Thank you. I would pray you get something from this service and message today. I don't waste my time. How about you? <laughs> I'm expecting it from God today. How about you? Amen. I live in a... By faith. We live by faith. That's a... Our expectors are out. Amen. So I'm, I'm planning to receive my miracle today. How about you? Amen. You just reach out and touch it with your arm of faith and take it and don't let the devil have it. Amen. You hold on to your healing. You hold on to your prosperity. You hold on to all Jesus died to give you. Amen. Don't let go. You resist the devil and he will run from you as if in terror. Amen forever. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hi. Happy Super Church Sunday, I told Galen. Happy Super Church Sunday. Amen. It's a good day to be alive. Amen. The title of this message today is a time of acceleration and unstoppable momentum. Yay. I'm interrupting our, our <laughs> series on angels. Hopefully this will lead right into it for this, this message via the Holy Ghost today. <laughs> a time of acceleration and unstoppable momentum. How many of you know God is a God of suddenlies? Yes. God is the God of the breakthrough. Yes. So if you're expecting your breakthrough today, you're going to get it. Amen. Amen. God will meet you at your level of expectation. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I just love God, how he uses our faith that he gave us to bless us. Amen. It's all from him. Amen. He gave us everything to serve him, to praise him, to worship him with. Man, we live such blessed lives. Amen. It's such a blessed life in the kingdom share. Praise God, Jan, forever. Hallelujah. Um, So we can start in Ephesians 2 as we're trying to get through the book of Ephesians. This is our quintessential book on our authority. And how many of you downloaded James Earl Jones' Reads the Bible on your, your, your phone last week after the message? Nobody? Okay, thanks. God, God will forgive you. He's in that business, so it, it all is well. Uh, but I have that on my phone. It's 99 cents. You can download it and go to bed with the Word. I just love the, that plan every night. Yeah, James Earl Jones Reads the Bible. Just go to the Play Store. James Earl Jones Reads the Bible. You know, he's Darth Vader. In the beginning. It's great. It's, it's awesome. Any Star Wars fans in the house are online? Amen. James Earl Jones reads the Bible. It's 99 cents. That's the whole Bible. I mean, come on. It's the New Testament. Sorry, it's the New Testament. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a blessing. Amen forever. This is a time of acceleration and unstoppable momentum that we've entered into. We're in a new season. Amen. Father, we just lift up this service to you. We lift up our hearts. We lift up our ears. Lord, speak to us directly as only you can, Holy Ghost. Speak to each heart this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray for a fresh word in season that will ignite the fire within us. And we give you all the glory that it's takeover time, that it's take back time, that we're taking over, we're not taking sides, and we're here to win. And we give you all the praises for working through us to do it. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Oh, by the way, we have a sign-up sheet in the back. If you give us your name, your birthday. I'm big on birthdays. Is there a birthday in the house today? Any birthdays in February? Raise your hand quick. I won't embarrass you. Any birthdays in February? Okay. Well, there's a sign-up sheet. Just give us your name, your address for tax purposes, too, and your birth date, if you could. You don't have to put the year if you don't want to. (laughs) Yes, that's true. And if you give us your phone number, we can send you our free daily text we do. We send out a daily text Monday through Friday. A word of encouragement. It's not computer generated. It's God generated. Amen. And he writes it through me. So praise God forever. Just let us uh, have your numbers. It's just for me and Clarissa. We won't share your information. We promise. Amen. <laughs> praise God forever. So happy Valentine's weekend. God is love himself. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love seeing hearts everywhere. It just reminds me of the Father's love for us. Amen. It's a good season that we've entered into. Amen. So Ephesians chapter 2, and we'll start here in verse 1. Praise God forever. Say he's a good God. God. Say he's speeding up the time for me. Things are going to happen so fast. My head will swim. One thing fast. On the heels of the other. I won't be able to keep up. 
<laughs> You're going to need supernatural strength for a supernatural season. Amen? Amen. Praise Jesus. So Ephesians chapter 2, and this is where we left off right here. And you he made alive. What a great way to start a service. And you he made alive. Say, I'm alive, not dead. (laughs) It's good to be alive in Christ. Who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, Lucifer, that foul Satan, that foul foul devil, who's going to be destroyed permanently. And we're going to have a hand in that, and that'll be just a glorious time. Amen? (laughs) Destroying him forever is going to be a glorious time. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit, he's a spirit, who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves. This is Paul the Apostle who said, we all. Not a person's left out here, he said. We were born into sin, we have to be reborn out of it, amen? Every man who enters into the earth has to be reborn out of sinful nature because of Adam's fall. Adam's fall. No matter what religion you are, you need to be reborn out of sin. And there's only one Savior, only one prophet, only one Lord who came to do that. Only one Son of God, and His name's Jesus Christ. He's the only one who can reborn you, rebirth you out of sin and into righteousness, into heaven. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen forever. Among whom we also, we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling. So you still have lust in the flesh. As long as you're on earth, you're going to have to battle your sinful nature, your body. Amen. You're supposed to put your body over with the word, with the spirit of truth that's now in you. Your spirit man should be bigger than your flesh. You should feed your spirit just as much as you feed the flesh. Amen? Praise God forever. That's what Smith Wigglesworth did, and he raised 28 people from the dead. I mean, at every meal, he would read the word of God. After he ate food, he'd always take the word, too. Spiritual food. Amen? And this is the apostle of faith, Smith Wigglesworth. Hey, if he did it, I can follow it and get the same results. Amen? Praise God forever. It's good to follow men of faith. Amen? And women. Praise God. Among whom we also once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature, sinful nature, Adam's fall and transgression, children of wrath. They were going to be judged. Just as the others. And I love this but God right here. Verse 4. But God. That's a big but. Amen. That's a big but. Get your butt out of the way and just trust God. Amen. He's got you covered. But God. Amen. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses and sins. See, the wages of sin is death. Sin will always end up killing you some way or another, whether it's your finances, your relationships, your bank book. The wages, sin pays. And its wages is death. Amen? Oh, but the gift of righteousness reaps great dividends. And he made us alive, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together. Say together. Together. Together with Christ. You're together forever in him. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together. You're not a worm in the dirt no more. (laughs) You're not a poor sinner saved by grace. You're saved by grace. You're now a rich sinner. You're not a rich saint, sorry. (laughs) A rich saint saved by grace. Amen? Say, I'm not a worm. (laughs) I'm the head, not the tail. Above only, not beneath. God thinks highly of me, and so should I. Amen. He raised us up together. I've said that before, if you think you had a bad name, someone gave you a bad name, you know, you got a good name now. He raised you up together in Him and gave you His name. You are forever seared, signed, sealed, and delivered in His name. When you go to heaven, hey Jesus. <laughs> they should say that on earth. Oh, He's just like Jesus. She's just like Jesus. Why are they so happy, Jesus? Peter said, always be ready to give an account of the joy that's within you. That joy can't, can't leave. It's in there. All you got to do is rejoy, rejoice to stir it up again. Amen? That's all you got to do. Because it's right there in me and you. Amen? (laughs) I love praising the devil off and praising God onto the scene. How about you? Amen? (laughs) Praise works. Praise God. So he raised us up together and made us sit together. You know, there's been occasions when uh, the devil tries to put financial pressure on me. I remember one down here in Laguna Hills. 
It's just uh, pressure. Okay, it's a little, it's a little heavy. <laughs> and I just sat down in front of the Starbucks there by Leisure World, right on the corner there, and I said, I'm not moving till money comes into my bank. I'm seated with him in heavenly places right now. I don't have to lift a finger for my covenant. It's been signed, sealed, and delivered through the blood of Jesus. Money, you come to me now. I ain't moving. And money came into my account. And then I left. Amen. Praise God forever. You are a commander of wealth. You're a commanding spirit. Amen. Don't let the devil steal from you. He made us sit down. Not stand up. Sit down. I'm sitting right here. I ain't moving. You're moving, devil, not me. Amen. We keep the devil on the run. Seated in our position in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And he made us sit together in the heavenly places. That's far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. And every name that is named. Samuel, want to preach too? Olive came up to me before the service. But she was whispering in my ear. Daddy. She's like, I'm going to preach today. You just sit down. <laughs> I'm seated in him. Amen. She's a preacher. Clarissa told me around the corner. I think Olive takes, takes after you. There's just moments where you just talk a lot. I never used to be that way. I was always a quiet kid, you know? But you got a fire in you. You've got to express it, amen? The more words you get in you, the more Christ gets in you, the louder you get, amen? Olive's a loud child. She's going to be a preacher, amen? <laughs> Our Lily's going to be a worship leader. She knows when to be quiet, you know? Sophie's my secretary. I've already drafted her in. Amen. She is diligent. Take notes. She can manage the finances. She can manage our house, I think, by now. Amen. At eight years old. Praise God. Started tithing when she was five. Amen forever. And uh, um, uh, Olive made her first omelet at age two. So they can cook bre good breakfast too. Amen. I think we're covered. Train a child in the way they shall go and they shall not depart. Case closed. We can all go home. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. They shall not depart. I love that verse. But he made us sit together in himself. You're seated on a throne right now in Christ Jesus. You are a king and a priest, as Revelation says, in him. Amen. A king and a priest. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages, there's going to be ages after this. The ages to come. He might show the exceeding riches of his grace, his favor, in his kindness toward us. In Christ Jesus, his son. For by grace you have been saved through faith. You got saved by grace through faith. If you need more money, it's going to come by grace through faith. If you need more health in your body, it's going to come by grace through faith. Through faith. Faith takes the grace. Amen. Faith takes the grace you need. Paul said, let us come boldly to the throne room of grace that we may receive help in time of need. Faith takes every need. Every need's met. God said it, that settles it. He's obligated to perform it. Amen. We're going, we're going to see some great days ahead. I'm so excited. There's a fervency and a zealous in my spirit that's been ignited. Amen. We're going to see some great days. And you all got beautiful voices, by the way. I, this praise and worship... I, I, I felt the hills rising up. Amen. I know a new Jerusalem's coming down, but I felt us going up. Amen. What praise will do. Amen. What worship will do. It brings God on the scene. Amen. And in his presence, his fullness of joy and riches forever at his right hand. It's the year of the open hand of God to you. You take what you need and you want. Amen. Double for your trouble. <laughs> praise Jesus forever. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it's through your faith that comes by hearing the word. Not not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Faith is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship. <laughs> I love that verse. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, the master builder and architect. Amen. The master carpenter he was, and probably still is. I think he's building stuff right now, don't you? <laughs> building something for you. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Why were we recreated in Christ? It says here, for good works. For good works. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we have to get with God and find out, what's my work? What's the good work you'd have me do? Well, you were born to be a doctor. 
such a good work. You were born to be a shoe salesman. People need shoes, you know? And the anointing of God's on you. We did a dinner party last night for a big Persian party, 16. They were loud. <laughs> but they know how to celebrate. You know, they get together and they celebrate well. And um, the owner of the house who hired us came up to us after in the kitchen. She was just lit up, you could tell. Just lit up. I took Michaela from church and Karen Fortune. You know, we, they're our helpers. And the anointing's on us when we go into a home. I mean, we're called, if you're called to do it, the anointing's there to help you do it. But she came in all smiles. And she said, I can't stop smiling. And I just stood and looked at her smiling, you know. I was like, your happiness is contagious. You got the spirit of joy on you. Amen. It's just those little things. Let your joy, let your light shine. It can change darkness in a second. Amen. We'll see them again. Praise God. We just let our light shine. But you're anointed to do the good work he's called you to do. You got angels helping you on your assignment. Amen. So don't give up. Don't quit. He's there helping. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen forever. And go with me to the the book of John, Big John, the Gospel of John, if you will. And John was Jesus' beloved. <laughs> he called himself that. He was the youngest of the disciples. And I just want to take a look here at Jesus' first miracle. You know, Jesus' mama nudged him into his ministry. Did you notice? <laughs> I think we can all raise our hands. Thank God for a praying mama. Amen. She's really the one who kick-started Jesus's ministry on the earth at the age of 30. And it's found right here in the book of John, who had the greatest revelation of God's love out of all the disciples, referred to himself as Jesus's beloved. Well, that's a good confession. You're going to walk secure all the days of your life if that's yours. I'm Jesus's beloved. He loves me so much. God loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. That's why he sent Jesus for me. Just as much. You're loved. You're his beloved. So just let yourself be loved today. Amen. You don't have a valentine? Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> Big Papa. <laughs> love himself is your valentine. Amen. Don't leave your first love. Don't ever leave your first love. He's your first love. He's love himself. Amen. All the love you have in you right now that are capable to love someone else came from him. Him himself. Amen. He is love himself. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus, Cana of Galilee is about a seven-hour walk from the Sea of Galilee. About a seven-hour jaunt. They walked everywhere. Man, Jesus was ripped. He was probably eating paleo and keto back then, you know. <laughs> Jesus was looking good, amen. He wasn't no poor fisherman down by the sea, no hippie. And scholars now say and have proven they, Jesus had a lake house, Capernaum, which we'll read here. You know that house they broke through, the roof, and lowered down the paralytic? That was Jesus' house. Oh, man. Jesus didn't care. Hey, you want to break down my roof to come see me? Come on. I'll welcome, I'm open arms. I'll welcome all who come. Knock. He's the one who said knock. Knock on my door, and I'll answer it. Seek me, and you will find me. They broke through his roof. He didn't care. He welcomed it. Amen. Healed that man. Praise God forever. Say, I have a lake house. <laughs> God's not a respecter of persons. <laughs> I'm a joint heir with Christ. I receive it. You got to have a little getaway. You got to have a little lake house to get away, you know, just like Jesus got away from the crowds, from the people, from the multitudes, from CNN, <laughs> from the news media, from social media. He got away a lot. And then he came back and changed the world. You got to get away to change the world. You got to take your proper rest <laughs> to stay on fire. Amen. <laughs> That's why he gave us the seventh day. I won't get into that, but seven's the name of Jesus, the, the number of Jesus throughout the scripture, the number of perfection. Five loaves, two fish, Naaman, uh, you know, the, the leprosy, the prophet Elisha told him, dip seven times in the Jordan, seven. They walked around Jericho six days on the seventh day it fell. Seven's when Jesus shows up through the scriptures. Amen? So don't stop at six. Go to seven. Amen? That's where Jesus is. Don't stop. Keep going until you hit your breakthrough. Amen? 
till you meet Jesus. On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Mary. <laughs> that was Mary. <laughs> Why didn't he say Mary? The mother of Jesus. Now both Jesus and his disciples, disciple literally means disciplined ones. They're disciplined ones. They followed him everywhere. They disciplined himself, themselves to follow him. To come to the word every day. He was the word. Made flesh. Now both Jesus and his disciplined ones were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. <laughs> so what? <laughs> said to Jesus. <laughs> can you picture Mary? They have no wine. <laughs> I know what you can do. You know you came to me supernaturally. I know what you're all about. They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, not mother. <laughs> Woman, just like he said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. I see here an acceleration. God accelerated time even for Jesus to begin his ministry. And he used his mother to do it. We see here acceleration. A time of acceleration and unstoppable momentum. And we see Jesus here accelerate time too through this miracle. Woman, what has your, your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, get ready. <laughs> I know that look in his eyes. He's, he's moving. Get ready. Whatever he says to you, do it. Oh, that's such good words for living. Whatever he says to you, do it. But no, get, get your big butt out the way. Whatever he says to you, just do it. Amen? Just do it. You know the woman who invented the, the Nike swoosh? You know that's their slogan, just do it. She only got paid 50 bucks for that swoosh. <laughs> Back in the day. Ooh, and that's, their, that's their emblem, you know what I mean? All the billions that they've made through that. But I like it, just do it. Just do it. Whatever he says to you, just do it. But I, no. He's trying to bless you. He's trying to bless someone through you. It's a blessed life to live when we just obey. I love what Jesse DePlanis says. I, may, I don't have more faith in you, but I may have more obedience. And obedience brings the blessings. Amen? If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you're disobedient, you'll die in the wilderness just like they did in the book of Psalms. And their years were 80, 90 years. But God said you should live to 120. But they were a disobedient people who died at 80 and 90. So 120 is promised to the obedient ones. That's your length. The length of their days, Genesis, shall be 120 years. God stamped it. 80 and 90 were through a disobedient people in the wilderness. So your days would be 120. And the world needs to see that anointing level. Not, to, not for men and women with the anointing of God and them to die prematurely like they fell in the wilderness. You know, They got to see the anointing of God because the anointing of God increases with age. At least it should. You know, if we're tasteful and diligent, amen, and attending to him. So God needs you to live a long life. He says, in long life, I will satisfy thee. You should be satisfied till 120. That's what the Bible says. Don't quit. <laughs> Don't give up. Your best days are just ahead of you. Amen, they are. <laughs> Hallelujah. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you to do, do it. Now there were set there six water pots of stone. These are some big pots. I don't think I have any right here that are as big as these, but they held about 20 gallons of water each, and there's six of them. Six pots that held about 20 gallons of water. That's about 80 bottles of wine in our day that each pot held. Eight times six, what is that, 480? So we got 480 bottles of wine Jesus manifested here. Scholars say, if you do the math, this wedding gift Jesus gave this couple and this wedding was approximately a million dollars in today's standard. Jesus is loaded. He don't have a problem with wealth. Neither should you. You're a joint heir. Amen. <laughs> Praise God forever. Six water pots. Woo. Big stove. Told about 20 gallons apiece. According to the manner of the purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Some were bigger. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out. See these instructions? 
You know, if we read the gifts of the Spirit, it's the working of miracles. It's the only gift that has to be worked out. You have to do something. You have to uh, obey. And then a miracle will take place. It's the working of miracles that is in motion here. And his servants, his disciplined ones, are hearkening and obeying to work this miracle out. Just like they did with the loaves and the fishes to feed 20,000 people. Not just a wedding. The whole region. They listened. What do I do now? What's next? And good thing they had a cheerleader right there too. Jesus is mama. Get ready. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece, Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw out some now, instructions, and take it to the master of the feast. Ooh, that's a face step. You're in a place of influence. They drink good wine. They know good wine. And he says, Take this water which hasn't been converted into wine yet, to the master of the feast and let him drink it. <laughs> and on the way, through their obedience, just like Laman healed of his leprosy, dipped seven times in the Jordan, on the way to do that, it was turned into wine supernaturally. Canceled 20, at least 25 years in one moment. Acceleration time. And that's the time we've entered into you don't need to go house to house. I prepared a house for thee, saith the Lord. Times of acceleration are here. You don't need to go job to job no more. You'll have the perfect job until I come, says the Lord. Amen? These are times of acceleration. He's going to wrap things up just how he started things. He's a Methodist. <laughs> I've always liked that. He has his ways of doing things and he, does, he never changes. We can make sure that the way he did it before, he's going to do it again. I believe he's going to come the same way. Times of acceleration are upon us. Speeding up the time. Amen. He says, redeem the time because the days are evil. Speed them up. Speed up my coming. Amen. Acceleration here. They filled them up to the brim and he said, draw them out, take to the master of the feast. And they took it. They listened. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, we don't know when it was made wine, just on, maybe right before he sipped it, <laughs> and did not know where it came from, he tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew came from the river of life himself. The master of the feast called the bridegroom, and he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. Blew out any other wine they have already had previously at this wedding. A prominent feast. Celebration. Amen? Jesus' miracle. Jesus came back in heat. Amen? This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him through a miracle of acceleration. After this, he went to Capernaum. Whenever you see Capernaum, just right above that, Jesus' hometown. Jesus went home. This is where he lived, Capernaum. He went down to his house. He, his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. Jesus liked parties. <laughs> he always traveled with an entourage, amen? He was a people person. I heard a great word from Pastor Carlos Martinez, one of our friends who runs a church in Montebello. Power Ministries up there. Good man. When I started writing with Chariots of Light, I saw him, and the Lord told me, that's a true pastor. So I started watching him like a hawk, watching how he talked to people, how he ministered on the streets, you know, and just the love of God just seeped out this man. And he's spoken here before. But just being around him, I just... I just get immersed in love. And so I watched him, and he always told me, you know, the shepherd should smell like the sheep. Every good shepherd is amongst the sheep. You know, a hiring shall flee when test and trial come. But a shepherd, like David, he just stays with the sheep and protects the flock, amen? I always remember that. You know, I took that to the bank. 
shepherd, a good shepherd shall smell like the sheep. But Jesus always traveled with others. He was a people person. You know, he went away for a little bit and then came right back to be amongst them. He said he was a friend of sinners. He dwelt amongst the people. He wasn't a recluse. He wasn't Buddhist. He wasn't locked away in a cave with COVID. <laughs> he was the healer himself. And he always dwelt amongst the people. Amen. Went to church to be with the people of God. Then went out in the world every day to be with the people of the world. Preach the gospel. Healing everywhere. With signs following. This feast, this miracle he did at a wedding party. Amen. How many sinners were there? How many saints? Praise God forever. <laughs> I asked the Lord with our business. I said, you know, the, the Bible says the, the days are going to get darker and darker and people will wax worse and worse. You still want me doing dinner parties? And I always get the same response. I just know it in my heart. Where sin abounds, grace, favor, does much more abound. Yeah, we're going to be here till he comes. Amen. we got to touch the world with Jesus. Amen. Don't stop going out. Amen. And I found a new mask regimen, by the way. I went to Costco just to test it the other day. Walked in, didn't have a mask, had to buy some ingredients. And she asked me at the front door, she said, do you have a mask? I said, no, I'm exempt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you don't want to talk about it, just say I'm exempt. Aren't you? You're exempt from sickness and disease, aren't you? You're exempt, amen? <laughs> you have the healer in you right now. You are exempt from sickness and disease. You don't need no mask, amen? <laughs> You're free, say I'm free. And free indeed. He the sun sets free is free indeed. Hey, the healer's in me. You want to get touched today? Amen? <laughs> you need the word? I can't talk to you through this mask. Jesus did it. I'm following him. Amen? <laughs> Jesus didn't wear a mask. I'm following Jesus. Amen? How about you? Amen? I just love that. I'm exempt. You walk right in. Amen? Smiling everywhere in Costco. Lighting up that place with everyone and their mothers in Irvine wearing masks. <laughs> I just love smiling at people until they smile back at me. Amen? Uh, it's quick staring contest. You and me. I win. <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> I don't care what hate's in you. The love of God inside of me is greater than what's in you. I will overcome you by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony that comes out of my lips. Amen? The joy's in me. It's going to get on you. And I'm not leaving until you're changed. You stay until the devil flees. Amen? You stand until the devil runs from you. Amen? In dare. Praise God. You're a light on a hill that can't be hidden. <laughs> and we serve the God of the breakthrough, the God of suddenlies. Say suddenly. Suddenly. Make that your new favorite word this year. Suddenly. Amen? Suddenly. <laughs> Jesus canceled out 25 years here. If you talk to any good vintner, any good grower of grape, it takes about at least five years to plant the grape, to plant the seed, to get the harvest. You know, five years. And then if you're aging wine, so let's just say another good 20 years for a good bottle of wine, that's at least 25 years Jesus cut out in an instant. Amen? He had help to do it, didn't he? He had help. He didn't do it alone, did he? He chose his team before he went into work. Amen? Jesus always worked with a team. He's the head of the church. Say, I'm on his team. <laughs> We're on his side. He uses me and you. Amen? We're on Jesus' time. Uh, Jesus' team. If you need uplifting, just go to the head. He'll perk you right up. Come on. You got it. We just keep going. We're together on this. We're not separate. We can outlast the enemy. Amen. God created him, and God's going to destroy him. You live forever. He don't. He has a time limit. You're limitless. The moment you got born again, you entered into eternity. You live forever through Jesus. What a blessing. The devil can never take you out. You're an eternal being. You can't die. He tasted death for all men. You live forever. You can stand forever, that means. I'll stand forever. And I will see his promises come to pass. And some things come to pass faster than others. I'm believing for suddenlies this year for you. Amen. I'm believing for breakthroughs and suddenlies this year. I have my expectors up. How about you? We're charged up in faith. Praise Jesus forever. 
Amen. And he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the well, guests have well drunk, then the inferior, you have kept the good wine until now. Do this in remembrance of me. Drink my blood, eat my body, eat of my flesh. For if you don't, you have no part portion in me. He's the, he's, he's the wine of life. He's the bread of life. You know, we drink him in freely. He's the good wine in a good wineskin. That's you. Amen. He's in you now. The miracle worker, the healer, the provider is in you. We don't need to go to the world for a dime. They come to us. I'll sit till they come. We're reigning in this life as kings. Romans says, if he freely gave us Jesus, if he freely gave us his best, he'll freely give you all things as well. Say, I receive that today. I freely receive all things to enjoy, like the scriptures say. I enjoy my life. Jesus did. Jesus enjoyed his life. I can picture Jesus smiling everywhere. Except that time he drove out the money changers. Maybe even then he had a smile. <laughs> healed. They went right on healed. 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 Let's follow Jesus. The, this beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum, his own hometown. He, his mother, his brothers and disciples, and they did not stay there many days. That's what he meant figuratively when he said, the Son of Man hath nowhere to rest his head. Well, we now know he has a house. He had a house. He stayed in his home not many days, but for a couple days, you know, and took rest with his family and those who were with him. And then when he was on the wind and the waves on the sheep, it said he was asleep on a pillow when the wind was boisterous. So he did have a place to rest his head. He meant that figuratively because he's always on the move. The work of the ministry is hard work. His yoke's easy and his burden's light. He'll give you time to rest. But Jesus was always on the move, traveling everywhere. Amen. So we know he had a place to rest his head, and he rested there for a couple days. But get that. His first miracle was speeding up the time. I want to give you a couple verses here. Isaiah 48.3 says this, I have declared the former things from the beginning, and they went forth out of my mouth, and I showed them. I did them suddenly, and they came to pass. Luke 2.13 says this, And suddenly, say suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, good will toward men. Acts 2.2 and suddenly, say suddenly, suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and tongues of fire sat upon each of them, and they were all filled, say filled, filled. with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. See, he's always the engine in your temple, urging you to pray in tongues. He gives you the utterance. But he uses your mouth to do it. Amen? He's there prompting you. Go pray for that person. Go lay hands on that person. Quick, do this, go there. That's the Holy Ghost prompting you, giving you the utterance. But you got to walk it out. Amen? Do this. Go there. Say this. It'll change their life forever. One word from heaven can change our lives forever. One word from heaven can change a sinner into a saint. One word from heaven can heal a sick person in the streets. Amen? Just one word from God. Praise God. We just wait on the answer. And here he comes. It's his goodwill to give the world the kingdom. He died to give it to him. Amen? Praise God forever. Acts 9.3 says, And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly, say suddenly, there shined round about him, Paul, a light from heaven. God's in the suddenly business. Amen. Acts 16, 26. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors, say immediately, all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. Let's not stop praising until we get the breakthrough. <laughs> Don't stop praising until you get the breakthrough. 
they walked around Jericho for six days. And on the seventh day, they shouted. And on the seventh day, the walls came down. Those were thick walls. Scholars say about the width of two chariots put together. Thick walls that came down, toppled over on the seventh day because of their praise. So don't stop praise. The lesson. And Paul and Silas in the prisons, a lesson. Don't stop praising till the breakthrough happens. Amen? <laughs> don't stop thanking God for your answer till you have it. Thank you, God, for our new home. Thank you, Lord, for our children. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the business. Thank you, Father, that sinners come into the kingdom this year more than ever. Thank you that you're a good, good Father. Thank you that I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. It's good to be healed. It's good to be whole. Thank you that I'm prosperous and I'm a joint heir with you, Jesus. What you have, you've offered freely to me. Thank you, Father. You give him praises until you have everything he told you. Amen. Amen. Keep thanking him for the answer. That's the difference between a perisher and a thriver. Someone who dies in the wilderness is known to complain. Someone who thrives in the kingdom is known to praise. I won't find... It's hard to find complaining on my lips ever. Amen? My children know that. I think it's hard to find it on their lips too. Stop. Complaining will get you nothing. Complaining will cost you. They died in the wilderness. And then their years were capped at 80 and 90 through complaining. I just give them praise. It works. It just works. It's effective. And I like doing effective things. How about you? We know praise works. And it works well. Praise Jesus forever. This is the verse the Lord gave us when we moved back here in 2013. It's Amos 9.13 in the message paraphrase. I love this verse. You got to get this. You got to look it up and just print it out. It is so good. Amos was a farmer turned prophet. Started out with a business like Charles Capps. The farming business turned prophet. Amen. God will start you where you're at. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. I didn't despise us starting here with eight people. I still don't. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Cherish them. You know, you look back on those times, you know, what a good place to be. <laughs> we were changed. God changed us here. Amen. And then he'll move us on to Bethel for another change and another change until we become just like him. <laughs> I love God. I love what he's done to us. How about you? Are you the same? I'm not the same. The world should see the difference. I'm not the same this year like I, as I was last year even. God changes you. He takes you from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Amen? Just a show of hands. Who's here changed? Who has been changed by Jesus? He's the life changer. All they need is Jesus. All Nancy Pelosi needs is Jesus. I heard her daughter praise in tongues. Get her. Come on. Isn't that prophesied in the book of Joel? The younger shall teach the older. Come on. God starts from the inside. There's always a mole. There's always someone on the inside that's going to get the job done. Father, we agree. Quicken those people that you've planted there in their harvest to get the job done. In the name of Jesus, especially in our government right now today. We're coming into a good season of acceleration. Praise Jesus. Amos 9.13 in the message, and we'll wrap up with this. Yes, indeed. Say indeed. indeed. <laughs> I love it. You know, every time I look to the clock for at least the last three months, it's 9.13. I can't plan that. I just decided to check the time. It's 9.13. That's God just searing this verse into my heart. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Yeah, we had three kids pretty fast. It was hard to keep up. And then came Samuel, and even though we are sleep deprived, <laughs> um, it seems easy, doesn't it? We have three little helpers. That's six hands and six feet to help us. Amen? It's just so much easier this time around. <laughs> oh, man. No one warned us that, hey, when you have kids, <laughs> it's going to be like trench warfare. Uh, they're going to be loud noises coming at your ears in the middle of the night sounding like bombs. You know, it's not going to smell good at times. And you're not going to sleep for days. No one warned us of that. <laughs> Clarissa, where are you? 
Help! They're in the midst of the three. And this verse, I just clung to it. <laughs> it's promised. I enjoy it. I endure. I'll see the fruit. Amen. And now Samuel. Oh, so much easier. Having three girls to help. Amen. And we're all built up. Praise God forever. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. Well, yeah, it kind of felt like they came out of the womb holding each other's heels, actually. Boop, boop, boop. Or the NBC, NBC tune. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. You're going to need supernatural strength in the last days. Amen. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings, blessings, blessings. Blessings like wine, we just read his first miracle, pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people Israel. <laughs> God's going to do it. We're in the faith business. He's in the performance business. Amen. We don't do his job and he don't do ours. I just give him his faith. Here you go to work with. Have at it, Father. Come on. What you got for me today? Amen. Who are you going to bless me? Who, you know, who are you going to send my way today? Who are you going to send me to today to bless? Amen. The blessings. When you bless other people, that word bless means empowering to prosper. That releases the blessing on your life. You were called and sent to be a blessing. When you bless someone else, Jesus shows up. The blessing is now in motion. It's, that's why he said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Blessed means empowered to prosper. You're actually empowering yourself to prosper when you give. The world don't know this. We do. Amen? That's why we exercise this. We're here to bless people. And that's how Jesus blessed people day after day after day. He was just about his father's business on his way. He just kept moving with the Holy Spirit. Took care of 120 employees. Itinerant evangelists. Provided their every need just by doing his father's business and not stopping and not quitting. Accelerated the time for us. I just love Jesus. He's the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Praise God forever. I'll make everything right again for my people Israel. They'll rebuild their ruined cities. He's in the restoration business. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. I will plant them. He's a good farmer. I love how he spoke through a farmer, Amos, as a farmer. I will plant them. He's so personal. Plant them on their own land. Say, I own land. I own land. Plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, says so. What a mighty promise of God. Amen? That fires me up every time I see the clock at 9.13. This should fire you up now, too. Yes, indeed. Won't be long now. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. Amen. Isn't God a rich, rich father? Did someone get something from this message? Yeah. Yeah. That's our word for the day in this season. It's a time of acceleration and unstoppable momentum. Father, we just pray over everyone watching and here with us today that you move them like never before. Move them into their promised place. Move them into their pertinent position, their promised position in you, in Christ in their work, in their business, in their lives, in their relationship. I thank you for speeding up the time, especially as we see the day approaching, that this is a time of acceleration and unstoppable momentum, just like Jesus had when he walked this earth. We give you all the glory and the praises for it, that we're men and women on the move for Jesus. Thank you for residing and taking up residence in us and hastening your will and work to perform it. Use us. We give you all the praises for fit, strong bodies, fit, strong, healthy minds to think and do the will of God. We give you all the glory and the praises for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. amen. Now let's just lift up our government. Father, we lift up this United States of America. While people are celebrating Super Bowl, we're celebrating Super Church, the backbone of America. We give you all the praises for freedom in this land liberty, justice, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all, especially those in leadership. 
Thank you that your mighty hand of justice moves swiftly through this land, touching politicians, touching those in authority and in leadership. I thank you, Lord, for blessing some and knocking out others. I still prophesy Ted Cruz into the house, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, and for Mitch McConnell to step down. I thank you for doing that and hastening that. That was a word you gave me a while ago. Actually, that word came to me on Mitch McConnell's birthday. Had no idea it was his birthday from this pulpit. I said Mitch McConnell will be replaced with Ted Cruz. Amen. And I'm calling that to pass. Praise God forever. When God gives you something, you just got to run with it. Amen. Father, I thank you for that time of acceleration in this nation, for knocking down some and setting up the righteous. We give you praises. Thank you for using us to take back this nation that was established on the word of the living God. Thank you that we're mask-free, sin-free, sick-free. Thank you, Jesus, that he who the Son sets free is free indeed, and we cannot be muzzled. Thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength, and people can see that joy as we smile mask-free everywhere we go. I give you all the glory and the praises for instituting your government on earth through us. The head and not the tail. What we say goes. We thank you, Lord, that you're accelerating seasons, laws, rules, and regulations, even through us, for the favor of God rests upon us, your saints. Thank you for giving each one of us a voice in a specific place to a specific people and for planting us there. Thank you for positions of prominence that you've called us to occupy till you come. Thank you that you've called us to control the wealth of the wicked. That we're in control of earth on assignment. Place each one of us in their proper authority. Give them the right words, the right tongue, to speak in due season. To topple things and to erect things. Thank you, Jesus, for the words in our mouths that bring heaven to earth. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory and the praises for the gift of speaking in unknown tongues. To charge ourselves up on our most holy faith. To keep ourselves in the love of God. As the world grows in hatred, the love of God shines forth like never before. That as the world gives place to offense and the work from the enemy, we give place to the Father of love himself and shine like lights on a hill that cannot be hidden. Thank you for shining through us. We give you all the praises for touching someone this week through us. Thank you for doing it. I call it done. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Let it be written. Let it be said. Thank you all for coming out. We like to take up our offering. It's good to be able to give. Amen. amen. <laughs> Praise God. Yes, Chair. You have a word. Come on up here, will you? Praise God. I meant to give you the mic last week, too. But people watching and listening online said they could hear you, so that's good. Amen. Go for it. Listen for the bells, saith the Lord. Listen for the bells. For bells carry a message. They carry a message to you. And there are many kinds of bells. And the Lord saith now, Listen in the spirit for the ringing of a doorbell. For there will be some that will hear this ringing. And the Lord says, go to the door by faith and open the door. And there you will see a blessing. There you will see an answer. And for some, you will be surprised by the bigness of the blessing. And there are other bells. 
there's a bell like a classroom bell. And when this bell sounds, it is a signal to move from place to place. You are released to move from place to place. When the Lord is moving his people, moving them from location to location, church to church, the Lord is putting people in position for this hour. The Lord is moving people from job to job. Pay attention. Listen for the bell. And there is another bell. Choir bells. These bells, each one has its own sound, has its own tone, has its own ring. These choir bells are my musicians, my singers, my writers of song, my writers of lyrics, my dancers, my praise and worshipers, and those that wave the banners and flags. For too long, my bells have been separated. They have only been gathering by twos or threes or small groups. For sadly, some of my bells have put themselves on a shelf, and they are not used. Some of my bells have lost confidence in their gifting. Some of my bells have not been giving opportunity. But now, saith the Lord, my bells are coming together. My praise and worshipers are rising up. They are coming forth, and they are making room for them. And yea, saith the Lord, when people praise and people worship, there will be a release of miracles and healings and salvations, and these salvations shall be saving you from finances and bad relationships and many types of salvations. Watch for the release of miracles when my people praise and worship. And yea, saith the Lord, there is another bell. And this is the bell of the fight ring. Every fight has a designated number of rounds. Some fights are longer. This nation is in a fight. This nation has gone many rounds with the enemy. This nation has been bruised and battered by the hits that have been afflicted by the enemy. This land of the eagle has been pushed and entangled in the ropes of the ring. This nation has been boxed into a corner because my people got distracted. My people walked away from the word. My people walked in fear. They believed the lies of the fake news. My people did not stand in their authority and my people lost focus of their mission. But now, saith the Lord, my spirit is moving in this land. My spirit is moving in this land. My people are repenting. My people are getting into right relationship. My people are becoming givers. My people are becoming listeners. Yea, I say my people are coming back to the Lord their God. And there will be a bell of the next round of this fight. And know this, saith the Lord, my people are coming out of the corners. My people are getting untangled from the ropes. And my people will engage in the ring, in the center, and they will begin to fight. For yea, saith the Lord, this is a fight for life. This is a fight for freedom. This is a fight for your land. This is a fight for righteousness. And know this, the Lord your God is with you. Know this, you are here for such a time as this. And there is another bell I will speak of. This is a, a bell of great size. And this bell has a great rope. And when that rope is pulled, there is a great sound, and that sound goes great distances. This, my people, is the bell of celebration. This is the bell of victory. For I say unto you, victory is coming to this land. Be encouraged. Victory is coming. Be encouraged. Things that were stolen will be returned. Be encouraged. Things hidden, secrets, they will be exposed. They will be exposed. 
They will be exposed. Listen for the bells. Listen for the bells. The bells are ringing in this land again. Listen for the bells and move. Amen. Praise God. I love that last bell. The bell of celebration. Praise God. And you know, as I was praying before the service this morning, I saw a track in the field. And you know, the, the sound to start is a different sound than the sound when you finish. They start a race with a gunshot, usually. And when you come across the finish, you hear those bells, like in the Olympics. Yeah. We're coming in. Amen. Amen. So that was a timely word. Thank you for that. Amen forever. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord, that we're coming into a time of celebration. And actually, we're going to celebrate the time of celebration in together. Amen. <laughs> Praise God forever. Amen. Well, did you get something from this message? Praise Jesus. Um, we'll take up our tithes and offerings now. And then I want to ask Melissa if you could come up to just share a quick testimony from last week. She texted me during our our group text. Yeah, come on up. Um, just something the Lord led her to do from our last Sunday service, which was pretty cool. And uh, God is good. So, Father, let's just pray over this offering together in Jesus' precious name. We thank you, Lord, for good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, that the world, that the wealth of the sinner has been laid up for us, the just and that you transfer it into our hands to do your work with. We place a demand on that in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we call it in together for tithers' rights and sower rights. We reap our harvest. I thank you, Lord, for the time of acceleration. Time has been sped up. I thank you, Lord, that this is the year of our harvest. In the precious name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Thank you all for giving. We bless you. And you're giving, and thank you for supporting this ministry. We love you guys. Can't say that enough, so thank you. Hey, Melissa. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, sit right here. <laughs> yeah, so um, last week, uh, if you were here, um, my husband got prayed for for his pain in his shoulder. And um, Pastor, um, you prayed for us, I believe, to... Be anoint, kind of just to be anointed to lay hands on the sick and they'd recover. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and I believe to be filled with the Holy Spirit as well. And so um, I just believed, received that word, you know. I just really felt like I was receiving it. So on Tuesday, I um, was by myself just praying like I normally do. And I was just praying, Lord, you know, uh, fill me with your Holy Spirit today. And um, show me who you want me to pray for today. But nothing really came. So, um, like about a half hour later, I was just in the kitchen putting the dishes away. And then my husband was out, out around the lake or doing something with the Lord, I guess. <laughs> or talking to somebody. But I was by myself. So, I, um, I got a text from him that said, oh, you need to um, call our friend, uh, Julie, um, and pray with her because Kevin, who's actually been here before, we brought him as a guest. I might remember him, big tall guy. Cool. <laughs> South Carolina? Or? Yeah, North okay. Carolina. Yeah, He's it. from yeah. North Carolina. So they're, they're our really good friends. And he said, um, you know, go call her and pray with her because uh, Kevin, our friend, has been taken to the hospital in the middle of the night. They got this text at like 3 a.m., which is three hours, you know, ahead of us. So um, so it's like, you know, uh, like 8.30 for us. And so I, I just started to pray. I decided not to call her and pray for her. For some reason, I just felt like the Lord just wanted me to pray right there. So I'm standing like at the counter, and I am just started to pray for him, you know, for healing. And as I was doing that, I was just like praying for him. And all of a sudden, it's like I got filled with the Holy Spirit in a, in a new way. And I was just like, kind of like going like this, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you know, my hand was, my hand was just going crazy, and I was like, okay, that's not, that's got to be like weird. So, this has happened, you know, before. I've been filled, you know, baptized in the Holy Spirit, like in this way. I'd say like four times, you know, but I do speak in my spiritual language and everything. But it was different. It was like, you know, like a special. And feeling that I felt like a couple of times, like my husband and I were with Reinhold Bonnke, and same thing happened. I was just like, all these things just started coming out of my mouth that I didn't normally speak in my spiritual language. A little bit different, 
And so it started happening where I knew I was being um, completely filled with the Holy Spirit as my hand was shaking. I think my other hand was shaking a little bit. And I just started to um, pray for my friend. I just extended out my hand, like believing that if I put my hand out towards the East Coast or whatever, wherever he is, I put my hand out and believing in faith that this word that, you know, we can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Even though he's like way over there, I started to pray and I had this sense that a miracle was happening. And it was like, I just kept knowing, like, this is a miracle that's happening right now, and I need to keep praying. So I prayed, and then it finished, and, you know, I texted um, his wife, like, you know, I just prayed for, for Kevin, and I believe a miracle's happening. And so she agreed, like, yeah, I think he's going to be fine, you know, <laughs> whatever. But um, so the feedback that I got from my friend is, you know, I told him I was praying, you know, told his wife I'm praying, and to let him know, and... After he, he got released from the hospital the next day, they said that they did try to find where the source was after a few hours of giving him tests, but they couldn't find it, that there was no source of the pain. So I didn't tell you, but um, his wife is a medical doctor, and she believed that he had a, um, a pulmonary embolism, which, she, which he told me in the text is could be just like can take you out, like it's a life-threatening thing can go to your lungs and then so he couldn't breathe so that's why she called 911 because he couldn't breathe and so they had to take him to the hospital and so he was in there a few hours while they were giving him the test and they couldn't find the source you know like a few hours later and so he got released and um it's been he said that you know it's like uh this happened he got the way he recovered was like much better than it, you would expect that usually these blood clots that go to your lungs are pretty serious. And so I know he just said, I believe it was your prayers and the prayers of others, you know, in agreement, <laughs> joining in agreement with the prayers and just believing. Amen. And I don't know. So good. I just feel like it was a wonderful thing that I wanted to share. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> I love how her right hand started trembling after our service, you know, with Kenneth Hagen and the his hand started shaking when he would lay yeah. hands on someone yeah. he knew he had to heal someone yeah. so that yeah. fit in there too Thanks. and he was out of the hospital the next day yeah so really um quick. god's good and he's accelerating the time amen yeah. thank you for sharing let's give her a hand clap yeah. she's bold she's brave thank you <laughs> and the, that word i laid hands on you and steve was um that it was really like uh, an ordination in a way of a healing ministry you're both coming into together so I love the fact that Steve texted you and you both worked together on it. Amen. He, call, he calls people together. Amen. So praise God. We love you guys. Did someone get something from today? <laughs> I know I did. I got charged up. Amen. I'm expecting more testimonies next week. <laughs> we just go out. I mean, if he's speeding up the time, one touch. Amen. It's just I'm just going to look for someone who's limping. Amen. Let's <laughs> just go out and let God be God and heal him. Amen. He just works right through us. Let's just pray one more time together. Father, thank you for the gathering of ourselves together in love. We thank you, Lord, as we go out. We are completely covered, completely protected, and we bring the protection of the kingdom to others as well. Thank you, Lord, for our entourage of angels surrounding us and encompassing us as with a shield. We give you all the praises for using us this week. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you for being with us. Happy Super Church Sunday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>